We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. And we are back with Beach and Company. So they cancel Wimbledon, which is one of the big uh, four of the tennis tournaments. Did they get Australia in this year? Buzzy, do you you know Yes, that? they did. They got Australia in, so this was the second one. And we'll see what happens. Maybe uh, maybe after that they can get the uh, uh, the others in. Hopefully the U.S. Open would be the next one. French Open was supposed to be in May. That's canceled. And okay. now Wimbledon, which was supposed to be the First few weekends or first few weeks of July. July, yep. And uh, at least ours is around Labor Day. Yeah. So let's hope everything is normal by then. Uh, the the thing is, and uh, uh, Donald Trump pointed this out yesterday. There's an apex, and they showed all of these charts. There's an apex when you get to the top of the mountain. That's the apex, and then you start coming down and flattening that curve. Uh, but he he stressed that it doesn't come down fast. He said it actually comes down slower than it goes up. Uh, so uh, if we reach the apex in a couple of weeks, it's going to take more than a couple of weeks for it to come down. So uh, I think we better get used to lots and lots of things uh, being canceled. The other day I flipped on the uh, TV and they were showing a NASCAR race. I knew it was uh, not a current one because I, I read the paper and listen to talk talk radio and watch uh, television uh, because Little E was uh, was racing in it, Tony. I thought of you. A little uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr. was was uh, one of the contestants. Nice. I like the old stuff. Yeah, you watch. You always have. You've watched uh, classic races and games and games you know the, uh, the uh, outcome on. It's a good way to... Uh, feel good about picking winners, isn't it? Well, it's not so much about uh, who wins or loses the game. Uh, for me, when I watch like an old college game, it's, oh, I remember that player. Oh, he didn't have a good NFL career. Or, that's who that guy went. You know, he, I didn't know he went to that school. Things like you know, that. You know what's interesting? The other night I, I went online, went to YouTube, and went to Johnny Carson, and they had a whole series of first appearances on Johnny Carson. They had Richard Pryor. They had all of the classic uh, comedians on there. And uh, uh, Seinfeld looks like he was about 14. Uh, he, Ellen looks like a 14-year-old. A, a she, she looks very young. And it's really interesting to see uh, uh, when they did their first appearance on The Tonight Show. That, that kind of uh, stuff is fun to look up. Meanwhile, today we're asking you about to mask or not to mask. That is the question. Do you wear a mask? Do you think it's a good idea to wear a mask? The doctors uh, do not like the thought that the CDC might say 
everybody has to wear a mask. They say there aren't enough masks now. They don't want to take them away from clinicians. Certainly, uh, that's true. And they don't work that well. How about that? You can make your own. We talked to a lady who makes her own and donates them to charity, uh, which is uh, nice. Let's go to Fred in New Mexico. Fred, you're on WBEN. Sandy, how are you? I'm okay, Fred. Uh, what's going on today? Well, um, I guess I don't really think the masks do too much. Some of them don't, yeah. Um, uh, what what I l- believe uh, works better is um, either staying at home, of course, or when you're out, uh, maintain that six-foot distance um unfortunately my wife uh, ends up walking behind me six feet <laughs> but you did that before the coronavirus right your wife always had to trail you by six feet always did yeah well you know what i do that really works well if i'm at a place and i've got a sneeze i sneeze into the guy in the next table's elbow and it just makes it easier for me. Thing, yes. You don't wet your uh, sleeve that way. Exactly. I come home with a dry sleeve. Right. Uh, seriously, I think a lot of people are paying attention, but a lot of people aren't. I talked to my sister on the air earlier who lives in uh, Daytona. And down there in Florida, the beaches are controlled by counties. And there's one that she drives by one county uh, has closed the beach. There's nobody there. Daytona has left it open, and it's packed. You would think they're mainly kids, I assume. You would think these kids would be smart enough to know this is not the place to be. And then when they're done, they go home but I, and bring bring whatever they have to their parents. Well, uh, it's Daytona's fault. I know it is. And um, they should be held responsible in some way or fashion I don't know how, but you you think a little a, a little brain power says that if I'm willing to sacrifice myself, that's one thing, but when I bring it home, that's another thing. I think it, oh. it's blatantly unfair for those kids to be at the beach now. Oh yeah, you, you I mean uh, I, I'm certain that they've got, and then there are the expanded families, not just the family that you go home to, but your nephews and nieces and, and oh, sure. uh, so on that you see during and, the week, you know. And if you go from if you go from uh, the beach to somewhere else, it's it's all expanded. You're you're uh, kind of putting other people at risk and, and in danger and that's not right. You know, it isn't. It's uh it's it's selfish for one thing. Yeah, it's selfish for one, two, and three things, I can tell you. Thank you. Thank you. Good to talk to you. Let's go to Terry in Texas. Terry, you're on WBEN. Hey, Sandy. Yeah, you know, obviously it's uncomfortable. I got got a lot of questions about these masks. You know, I'm not a scientist or anything, but, you know, in my experience with pro-masks, for example, from the military, you know, those things don't even seal properly if you got a little bit of 5 o'clock. Is Terry still there? Okay, let's take a break, and maybe by the time we come back, Terry will be back on News Radio 930 WBEN. Let's go back to, we had a technical problem with the phone. Let's go back to Terry in Texas. Terry, you're on WBEN. Yes, sir. Yeah, I was just saying that, you know, as far as I remember from in the military, one of the reasons that you have to shave 
so uh, you know daily is because if ever a situation arises that you need to utilize your pro mask, it's not going to seal even with just a little five o'clock shadow. So I don't understand if you got like a ZZ Top beard and your <laughs> mask on. I don't see what good that's doing for you. I mean, personally, like my work, they came up with, you know, uh, on-the-fly internal company policies. We're supposed to be wearing masks, but, you know, uh, the vendors that we would be supplied with those from are actually on like a two- to three-week backlog, and then even when they receive them, uh, first and foremost, understandably, they're going to, uh, you know, first responders and medical personnel first. I mean, if people want to wear masks, uh, the one lady hit the nail on the head, I think, you know, it's kind of a false sense of security in my opinion. I, you know, I don't know. If, if somebody wanted me to wear a mask or if I had the mask and, and they forced us to wear the mask, I mean, I would do it. It'd be a, like a disservice to the world to keep this beautiful face from them. <laughs> well, think about it, too, of what you just said about sealing a mask. Uh, practically every man work, uh, walking the earth right now has a beard. And so it might be tougher to seal those masks with a beard as well. Yeah, I don't see how it, how that would help. I mean, I'm not going to walk around with a bandana or nothing like that. I was going to bring up, you kind of beat me to it because you're the Hall of Famer. Um, but, you know, the the possibility for the escalation of robberies. I read in New York, I think they robbed like a horse track or something of like 200 Gs uh, because they were wearing masks to blend in with everybody else that was wearing masks. So that, That'd be interesting to see how this is going to kind of all play out. But, I mean, if that's my small little patriotic duty uh, that I can do today and masks are available and I know that I'm not taking masks away from uh, somebody that works in the medical professions, uh, you know, I'd, I'd wear it if that's what, you know, we think it's going to take to slow this thing down. I mean, what, you know, I gotta, you got to trust your government to a certain extent, I guess. Yeah, we'll all do what we have to do. Thank you, Terry in Texas. Appreciate the call. You know what I've noticed, too, this is unusual, uh, is I watch horse racing whenever I can. And uh, when they get to Saratoga, it's on every day that Saratoga is, is uh, running, okay? Uh, now they just run on Saturday and Sunday, and they go to a variety of tracks it's a horse without people in them. They're just, uh, they're just running the races. I guess you could do OTV betting and things like that. But here's what I noticed. The jockeys all have goggles because they always have goggles in case stuff gets uh, kicked into their face if they're not leading. It's usually a problem with mud and whatever. So they have goggles with tear sheets off them so that uh, some have used as many as uh, three or four tear sheets in uh, one race. But the pony boys, the ones that come out to kind of guide the horses, uh, they all have masks on. So the pony boys have masks, but the jockeys don't. I noticed that too, Sandy. Yeah, isn't that isn't that wild? I, I don't know why the pony boys uh, uh, would have them and the jockeys wouldn't. Now maybe uh, riding a horse with a mask on is harder than than I think. But then I haven't seen one jockey wearing one, and uh, now all the pony boys have them on. Or the okay. others around it, like you know when the trotters are out there and they set out that car with the uh, starting yeah, with uh, the line. Gate. He's not wearing a mask, and some of the others who are by the gate when uh, the uh, thoroughbreds are in there, uh, they're not the guys operating the gates. They're not wearing a mask. All right, let's go to uh, Peter in St. Catharines. Peter, you're on WBEN. Hey, Sandy. Good day. Hello, hello, Peter. What's on your mind today? <clears throat> well, I'm listening to your conversation, and uh, I just wanted to, to weigh in quickly. I um I kind of agree in this case on the um, the scientists that uh, 
the thing is, <clears throat> they don't work as well, and uh, the major problem right now is in a, a shortage to the medical community. And as uh, Terry, etc., and other people said, it's, uh, give a false sense of hope too. Um, but I wanted to comment quickly on what I see is happening right now, and I think it's mainly because um, I'm looking at the president every day. And uh, again, I have to say I am a supporter of this president. I'm commenting on what I see they're doing, and um, <clears throat> he's he's trying to thread a very very fine needle here, and he's trying to calm the nation down. At the same time. He has these scientists now that I think what he's doing is very good where he's letting them now take more center on the stage because before the media were trying to damage him by making this his uh, virus, his outbreak. So now he has these scientists answering the questions more focused and they don't realize it, but now they're speaking in terminology that they have taken ownership of it, which is very critical because you cannot blame the president. This president has come after 50, 60 years of other governments in place. They had control of the country. They had control of the health departments. What is happening here has been a failure on at a state level across the United States all the way up to the federal government in studying the demographics of your particular populations constantly, and that's your job. You got a job in the health department. You have a nice, cushy job, nice salary, all of your benefits. That's what you do. But these people, once they get these jobs and they get into government, they forget that there is a job to do. You have to plan. You have to keep checking. You have to keep looking at your society, making sure you have everything that's what's coming for the future. And when... Obama today, I'm looking at some information that came out, took a hit on the president about planning, uh, inability to plan for a pandemic. I mean, he, he, he he's the most dangerous person because I could recollect, and this is my area, 2009, 2010, 2011, 60 million people, one swine flu settled out actually became infected in the United States with H1N1, of which 15 to 20,000 died. And uh, nobody came to the stage to blame Obama. There was no shutdown, etc. Look, Sandy, at the end of the day, the data is still very stable. This is a condition. It's a respiratory infection. It hits the elderly hardest. It has a bite to it. You could look. You could say it's a very bad cold, very bad influenza. Hits the elderly the hardest. Persons with underlying medical conditions. But the good right. news is, many people who are in compromised positions do come out of it fine. They have to get some medical care, but it's not a, a, a death sentence. The challenge is access to the support when you urgently need it. And that's where the countries that are experiencing these deaths and those locations is because when people do turn up to the emergency, they cannot get onto those ventilators fast enough. That is the key. The ventilator is the key because you would need, as an elderly person, some help to breathe. And if you could get the help, there's a strong likelihood that you will survive. 
Well, yeah, I, I think he laid it out pretty well yesterday where the apex was going to be and then how long it was going to take to get there. And the doctors seem to have a good handle on that. Uh, but he said that we've got a hell of a two weeks ahead of us, and we have to be prepared for that. Peter, especially since you work in that field, we appreciate your call. Thank you very much. Uh, Peter's an epidemiologist, and we've been talking to him for a long time, didn't know that. Uh, he, he's always a good caller, and now he has expertise in that. Sandy, uh, I have a question. Yeah, sure. The uh, in November it was around Thanksgiving time. I came down with pneumonia, and Jeannie had uh, what her doctor described as an upper respiratory infection, and I also had a sinus infection to go along with mine. Could had could they have both been the uh, virus? Since we're hearing that that's about the time that they came out, but we were just diagnosed wrong. Well, it could be. I, I think it would be very easy to misdiagnose uh, something like that. As you know, uh, when I come back from the trips, um, a lot of the times I have I have something like that. Uh, and uh, I my doctor knows what it is, and I get my script, and sure enough, when the last pill is done, so is the problem. Uh, so it would be, I think, easy to do that. Uh, we have to uh, know that it, it's masked by a lot of other the symptoms are the same for a cold, symptoms are the same for uh, just a regular virus, but this is a whole different ball game. Right, Let's I'm thinking of that because like Joe and I were talking of the amount of coughing I was doing sure. at that time, and I had to go for the breathing treatments at uh, urgent care, so that's why I was wondering, you know, my lungs were obviously filled with fluid yeah, if, you, uh, <clears throat> if Corona also fills with fluid. Yep, you could have had it. Who knows? You could have been one of the first uh, in the area to get it. Let's take a break and return on News Radio 930 WBN. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. And we are back with uh, Beach and Company. Uh, Wimbledon has been put off for another year. It seems like uh, almost all the major sporting events have been uh, canceled at one time or another. Uh, And uh, let's see, what do we have here? Let's go to uh, line three, and that would be Gene in Buffalo. Gene, you're on WBEN. Hello? Or is it uh, Joan? No, it's Gene. 
Yes. Joan, Joan, there it is. My O look like my E. Okay, Joan. Hi, Joan. You're on WBEN. Andy, I just want to say one thing. Congratulations on your engagement. I think you and the woman of many skills are a match made in heaven. (laughs) Well, thank you. I'll tell her that. Uh, She is a very talented woman, and uh, uh, she's lovely, and she said yes. Uh, (laughs) You deserve the best. Uh, Thank you. I just want to say very quickly, if it weren't for you... Tuning into you every morning, I would be very depressed. The first thing I do is I come down, I turn on the radio, and here's Sandy Beach, very bright with this fabulous sense of humor, and that's what I love the most. You know, we have to laugh during these stressful times. Well, you're very sweet, and yeah, we tried to have a little fun. It's a very serious subject, but I think every once in a while we all need a breather. Yeah, so I have a couple of comments. I think in terms of the mask, yes. Uh, people on our front line don't have that N95 mask yes, but yet, but for and we know that the other ones are not terribly effective. However, what I want to say is, uh, if someone can wear a mask, even though it may not be the most effective, it can prevent stress. And as we all know, stress lowers the immune system. So. And then the other thing is, too, uh, I think this was brought up, uh, these germs can come in through the eyes, so the best thing would be to wear a swim goggle. Seriously, because I'm a teacher, and I had respiratory infections all the time, and several people told me, keep your eyes covered, wear your glasses, that time. That's a, that's, a good, that's a good point, and that had not been brought up. I haven't heard much about that on the national press conferences either. Well, it's it's very important, and I think it makes sense. Um, and I am 77 years old, and I have COPD, so you are, you know, compromised as I am, and I'm, I'm just trying to keep my stress level down. But here's the one thing that I would like Peter to address, and I think the world of him You know, they say when you go shopping, you should not bring any of the shopping bags in, cartons, anything like that, into the house. You should let them stay outside a couple of days or do what you have to. So I would like to uh, hear more about that. Uh, Tops, I think the reusable totes right now are horrible. But Tops is thinking of bringing the plastic bags back, which I they have. Yeah, Tops has. Uh, it's temporary, but they have brought it back. Yeah, what Bernadette does, we had to make one trip to the library, yes. and uh, there was a box to pick up. And when we got home, uh, she ha- you step into the laundry room at our house. She was in there, and she washed it down, uh, sanitized it, and left it there. So, yeah, yeah I think uh, people are, are very conscious of uh, not bringing things into their home. Okay, and I would like to just hear whatever uh, people have because I'm handicapped, and for me to do that, however, I certainly understand the logic of that, but if that could be discussed a little bit more. plus. Okay. Yeah. All right, and thank you for the compliment. I accept on behalf of Bernadette and myself. Thank you so much. Okay, let's go next to, we got time for another one before the break. Let's go to Mark on line one. Mark, you're on WBEN. Hey, how we doing, Sandy? I'm fine, Mark. What's on your mind today? If I have a couple, I got a couple of things in that stuff. Um, this, why is Channel 4, 2, and 7 
cutting off the presidential uh, special reports when they kind of when they're trying to go into showing the charts, the charts, the information. Um, I want to hear about it, and it, it just seems that they just cut them right off. It, I'm trying to dumbfounded on that. Well, I can probably give you a good educated guess why they're doing it. They're doing it for revenue. In other words, the commercials, the spots that would run in normal programming, uh, run, and that's that's how they make their money. When they're in nonstop coverage, uh, like uh, the uh, press conference, uh, those spots get bumped, and unless they can get made up, that's lost revenue. And this is a, a difficult time for media at all, totally, uh, for revenue. Uh, the The spots have almost all dried up, so that's why they're doing it, I can tell you. However... Fox uh, it stays with the whole thing, and uh, it was announced this morning that uh, what they have in the first quarter for an audience is the best they've ever had in the history of the Fox network. So they're doing it. They're sucking it up. They're, uh, they're packaging the spots away from the press conference and carrying the whole thing, but the networks aren't. So I hope that answers your question. Thank you. Yep, yep. Okay. Thank, thank you. Thank you very, very much. Yeah, see, here's the here's the problem too. When you see these these uh, uh, polls and they say, "Well, yes, Biden uh, Biden is ahead of Trump," there's no way Biden is ahead of Trump. It's just not happening. But what's uh, what is happening is two things. Uh, one, uh, people uh, often tell the pollster what they think the pollster wants to hear, and the last thing they want is. A, uh, a a stern look, a comment, something like that, which you're not going to get anyway from a pollster, uh, but they want to be accepted even by the pollster. So they don't say uh, that they're going to vote for Trump a lot uh, simply because they don't need the hassle. It was the same thing in the early days of rock and roll, as I said. Uh, when uh, people were asked what they were listening to, often they wouldn't say a rock and roll station like KB. They would say somebody else uh, because they they want approval. So that's uh, that's one thing. But people who only watch the networks, NBC, CBS, ABC, CNN, um, uh, don't know the whole story. Because as the last caller said, they missed the charts. The charts were very informative yesterday. They miss a lot of the things that uh, that go on uh, if you were stuck if you stuck with the whole uh, system, the uh, whole broadcast. All right, we'll take a break and be back with more on News Radio 930 WBN. That's one of the things that we learned. And years ago, Roberta Flack had this song called The First Time Ever I Touched My Face. Roberta Flack, ladies and gentlemen. The first time. Yes. Ever you what? Ever I saw your face. I knew it was worth touching. First time ever I saw your face. Turned out it wasn't that good a deal. The lights were Thank you. Thank you, Tony. Thank you for bringing Roberta in. That's good. Now, hey, we got a, a something a special, I think, tomorrow. Somebody had texted me earlier in the show and said, you know, we hear all about being stuck in the house, and usually the horror shows are because you got kids running around like crazy people. And I know Tony's talked about it, and other callers have talked about it, too. And uh, the texter said, why not? Normally, we don't allow children... On the show, because we, we do adult subjects. We're not doing uh, a kid's a kid subject. Uh, but why not have a show that kids are allowed 
to say how it's going away from school. Maybe they're being homeschooled. How's that working? Maybe they're looking for things to do. What have uh, what's satisfied them? Do they get to stay up late with the big people? Do they, you know, I think it would be great to allow children on the show tomorrow. Uh, and uh, so, if you have a, a kid that you would like to have on there, kind of uh, tell them what it's all about. If they want to talk to the uh, the grown-ups out there, uh, they'll have a direct line. Uh, you guys think that's a good idea tomorrow? I think it is. In fact, uh, I am going to find something right now, and I'm going to give you an example of uh, what it could possibly sound like if I could scroll fast enough through this, because I did a video with uh, Nicholas and Samantha was it last week or the week before and how they were dealing with it and didn't quite get the reaction that I expected out of Nicholas. But uh, Samantha was definitely, let's see if I could uh, do she's this a, right she's now. She's more of a performer, right? Jerry, and I'm here with my kids, Samantha and Nicholas. And we would like to say hello to Aunt Laura, Uncle John, Uncle Mike, all of our relatives and our friends who are watching. Samantha, what have you been doing since we've been isolated here? Okay, I've been doing it and I was being pulled out with my friends, Crystal and Katie, but my true greatest friends, and I was watching these playing games. Are you having fun with your toys? Okay, Tony, that's a good sample. Yeah, that's a good sample of, in fact, you can uh, play it all tomorrow. Let's, uh, uh, maybe we'll uh, start off early in the show with it, so... If any of the audience members like Tony's uh, video right there, if any of you uh, have kids that you think uh, wouldn't freeze up, that they talk, just tell them it's like talking to somebody on the telephone. That I'm sure they're all used to talking on cell phones. Uh, and uh, I, I think that's a good idea, too. What do you think, Buzzy? Is it worth doing? Yeah, you know, I mean, I like being the only child on the show, uh, but I guess for <laughs> for one day we can have a few more join in. Okay, tell me about this thing that you were talking with. Uh, first of all, I was amazed by Maz. You were, you were talking, I think, this morning about books that were in uh, the room where you keep your books, and he was looking around where he's broadcasting and said he has a lot of wrestlers' biographies. That surprised you? <laughs> I'm glad he's into the heavy thinking on that one. But that made, that made me laugh. I thought that was great. Uh, but the, uh, the, the bottom line... Uh, is there's a you were talking about a show Tiger something what was that Tiger King this is the uh, all the rage now it's on Netflix it's repeatedly in the top five uh, for the day viewing on Netflix and now I don't want to give it away so I'm going to tell you what you think you're getting yourself into okay. but I'm not going to tell you anymore okay. I will say this and unlike people who like The Office listen to me when I say this you have to get through the first two episodes they're really they kind of set up the last five. So, so you have to get through the first two in order to get to the last five, but it's worth viewing. Okay. It is. You know, Tom Maggie said that he kind of lost interest after the second episode. Believe me, please, if you've ever trusted me once in your life, let it be this time. You have to get to episode three. That's all I'm going to say. Get to episode three. It well, takes... what is it? Is it a drama? So it's, it... it's a documentary. They follow around this guy who owns a zoo of exotic animals in Oklahoma. His name, Joe Exotic. And on top of running this zoo, he, he's a very interesting character. 
He also runs for president in 2016 and for governor of Oklahoma in oh, 2018. Wow. But that's not the turn, t- Sandy. That is not the turn this takes. So all I say is it's seven episodes. It took Katie and I a day and a half to watch it, but it's completely worth it. Okay. Now, here's the only problem I have. It's on Netflix, and I have Netflix. But the last two or three times, I think because everybody's home and everybody's on Netflix, I think it's using up all their bandwidth or something because I keep getting a message. Uh, what does it say, Bernadette? It just says something about uh, uh, about an, an error. Some, yeah, or try it, again. It yeah, it won't connect. So I'll try it again. I will try it again and check it out. I'll take your word for it. Because what I found is when people recommend something to binge on, and this is only seven episodes, uh, every time it's been a home run. Every time. It's, uh, it's crazy, Sandy. I mean, it, it is a very interesting documentary. And to think it's, you know, it's a true story. I mean, this is really going on. Okay, we'll, uh, we'll oh, check that out. Also, now, I got, I've got a breaking, yeah. just quick breaking. Uh, Justin Bieber has postponed his summer tour, which was set to come through Buffalo. Oh, oh I had tickets and everything. I'm sorry. Stop. Life isn't worth living now. Really? Justin Bieber isn't going to be here? Oh, well, well, I think we'll get through that. It means our cars uh, are safe. Exactly. Uh, so tomorrow, if you have uh, kids that like to talk on the radio, uh, and tell us what it's like to be uh, no school, home free and fancy free, but you have to uh, o- obey certain things that mom and dad talk about. As long as they, they're not going to just freeze up, uh, put them on the line. We'll allow this to happen uh, for one time only. <laughs> it should be interesting. And today at 12.15, uh, Governor Cuomo will have his press conference. Do you find it amazing that when Rush was out, the governor was on at, at, at 10 and 11, right around there. Now that Rush is back, the governor's on opposite him. I find that more than amusing. Yeah, creeping so, up into the uh, in the 11 o'clock uh, hour. Uh, what was yesterday was 11.30, and yeah. uh, today they're expecting 12.15. 12.15, uh, Governor Cuomo. And uh, don't forget the presidential press conference. Congratulations to Fox News. Uh, the first quarter, January, February, March, the best ratings they have ever had. So CNN ought to take, unless CNN just likes to be, uh, you know, backing up the field here, they ought to pay attention to it, a little more fair reporting. You might have more of our viewers. Uh, that about wraps it up for uh, Beach and Company. Can I tell you something really fun, quick, if anybody's out there and you have kids that are bored, Nick... Uh, did this the other night and i didn't even know it was possible or how he does it but the uh watching movies he had a a group watch thing with his friends and they all worked together online watching a movie oh that's cool yeah that's cool and perfectly safe just make sure you know what movies they're watching and uh, tony here's a little hint any movie with the title with the word does in it uh make sure you check that out okay uh, that about wraps it up. Uh, we will see you tomorrow, uh, 9 o'clock on News Radio 930. This is WBEN.
The Sandy Beach WBEN studio rings out in support of those who rang the Roswell Park Comprehensive Cancer Center victory bell today in celebration of a victory, large or small. Elvis has left the building. Oh, I wish we never had to leave the beach. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. What the hell do you know, you ignorant bastard? We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 